All right. And so, of course, here we are. And uh, I'm just going to say a couple of words here uh, about uh, uh, overcoming uh, overcoming adversity. Right? Isn't that that's kind of what it's what uh, you know? We're back here. We now we have had this. We have had a, a communal um, memory. We have a communal memory, uh, an experience that we have gone through, and now we're back. Uh, that's very significant. It's very significant that we've, we've gone through it. Uh, and because we're all individuals, we've all gone through it kind of in different ways, uh, you know, uh, and had different kinds of experiences along the way. But the bottom line, right from the get-go, just remember this, is that we're through it. Lord willing that we're back. And now we look back on that and we can reflect on it. We all uh, can say, wow, I might have thought this differently or done this differently. I might, of course, uh, you know, uh, we, would all, we should all, uh, you know, think that. But so important to, to uh, really be able to look back and say, okay, we got, we got through this. And in the Bible, we read great stories of overcoming adversity, lots of them, right? From the days of, uh, you know, the beginning of the Bible of Adam and Eve, <laughs> uh, all the way uh, through the times of the apostles. Uh, nobody ever had it easy. Uh, nobody ever had it simple. Uh, and there was always a real need to trust, uh, you know, to trust God. Uh, you know, certainly a passage that uh, comes to mind is in the New Covenant, uh, you know, in 2 Corinthians uh, uh, chapter 4. Uh, you know, where, uh, where we read here, uh, and you've heard this before, in verse 6 it says, uh, For God who said light shall shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Messiah. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the surpassing greatness of the power may be of God and not from ourselves. And then he goes on to say, you know, we're... A, we're afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always caring about in the body the dying of Yeshua, uh, that the life of Messiah may be manifested in, you know, in our, uh, in our body. Uh, and so, uh, you know, toward the end of the passage, he says this, Therefore we do not lose heart. Uh, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are seen are the things which are not seen uh, are eternal. And you can, uh, you know, take that those words and apply them to so many uh, uh, situations. You know, when you think about um, in our Torah portion, uh, especially for this week, but the entire book of Numbers uh, is really the story about temporal situations getting the best uh, of the people, uh, where they kind of lost their vision and what where they were headed, uh, and they became defined by all of the challenges. Uh, that they had rather than whom God had called them to be, 
right? And, and so uh, certainly how important it is uh, for us to keep our eye on the prize and not let uh, the obstacles, you know, uh, define us. And uh, of course, you know, throughout Jewish history, overcoming adversity is something that the Jewish world knows, knows a lot about, knows a lot about. And it is kind of interesting that if you uh, uh, have been aware of um, oh, synagogues or the Jewish world, if you're familiar at all with the Jewish world, that uh, the way we have uh, conducted ourselves here over the past year is very much in line with, uh, with the Jewish community. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, and, uh, and so that's just, I, I think, an interesting observation. But uh, during this past year, I, you know, we, uh, uh, as you know, uh, Ellie Gerstein and Claire Schultz uh, had uh, their big special days, bat mitzvah, bat avraham, and, uh, and uh, we went through all the training, Marcy, of course, uh, uh, and myself. Uh, and uh, in our, uh, in, in my time with them, one of the things we do is we learn about Jewish history. Uh, and uh, we use a, a particular uh, Jewish history book. And this is the, the sort of the high school adult version of the book that we used. It's called Jewish History, the Big Picture. And in the preface, it, uh, you know, it asks a question. It says, how, did they, how do they do it? How do they do it? Meaning, throughout all of the thousands of years, how is it that there's a Jewish community today? You know, uh, how, how is that? Uh, and so there's a lot that's written here, but I just wanted to read a couple of paragraphs. So he says, how, how do they do it? Then it says, some think the Jews survive and thrive because of their belief in God and the teachings of the Bible. This view holds that throughout their history, religious faith and tradition have provided the Jews with the wisdom and the strength to embrace hope and overcome adversity. And then it says, some think this ancient people's persistence and endurance is fueled by a sense of purpose. Judaism teaches the religious imperative to add justice and goodness to the world. Perhaps it is the nobility of this vision that inspires each generation to cultivate its Jewish identity and values. Some think of it as the Jews questioning even skeptical nature. The Israelite prophets preached on the need to examine one's actions. Are they righteous or self-serving, truthful or dishonest, just or unjust? Perhaps such probing questions help the Jews identify and assess opportunities and strengths as well as flaws and weaknesses. Well, there, there you go. <laughs> you know, those three uh, uh, categories, I think, play a very, very important role uh, in us uh, being able to move forward, right? Certainly, we, all, we trust in God. That means that there's, uh, there's a sense uh, that, you know, God is in this with us. We're not, we're not by ourselves. Uh, we're, we're not alone. Uh, we grow in character. We persevere. Uh, I won't take the time, but you know the passage in Romans chapter 5. I, I, well, okay, I'll take the time. Okay, in Romans chapter 5, it says, I, Though we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in the hope of the glory of God, 
Not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, our tsuris, problems, challenges, adversity, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because of the love of, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Uh, and so certainly, uh, you know, our, our walk with God, our trust in God, you know, uh, we were not uh, distanced from God all this time. Uh, you, you know, uh, our relationship with God is our relationship with God. It, uh, God has not changed. Uh, we uh, certainly could read the Bible all these months. We certainly could uh, um, meet with people from time to time. And I know as I look around the room, many people did meet with people from you know, uh, 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 time to time. Prayer, I, you know, um, I was not uh, necessarily affected by all of this, talking to God, relating to God, and so on. I, and then, uh, as this author says, he talks about purpose, right? When you realize that there's a, a, a purpose, I, we persevere I, when you realize that there's purpose in all things. One thing uh, is that our purpose for being individuals and as a congregation has never changed. Our, our, uh, the meaning uh, and purposefulness of it all. We just had our uh, membership class, and so we talk about the vision and mission of the congregation. Mission, our mission is to make disciples for Messiah Yeshua. Uh, you ask us any question about what do we do, we make disciples for Messiah Yeshua. Okay. Uh, I mean, that, that needs to be unpacked and everything, and we do that in our, in our membership class. But that's who we are. That has not changed, uh, you, you, you know. Uh, and, uh, and when you read in the Brit Harashah, uh, even in the last couple of weeks of uh, teaching still through Acts, it's pretty clear uh, what the agenda was uh, of the apostles and what their agenda was not, Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and so that's our agenda uh, as well. Uh, and, and then uh, I thought it was really very interesting. The third thing, he uses the word skeptical. I, I know, but, but right after that, he talks about the, uh, the prophets speaking into the lives of the people and self-examination. Wow, uh, that certainly is um, a, a very big part of this. Examining ourselves, I think that throughout this year, uh, communally as well as individually, we have all found our strengths and we have all found our weaknesses. Because when things like when things like these happen, uh, you find out what you're what you're really made of. You you know, uh, and look, we are all men and women of clay feet and boys and girls of clay feet. Uh, we are all people that none of us have reached. Uh, the uh you know the end of the line none of us have reached the place of of having figured it all out uh, and so certainly i think when you when we think about this whole period of time we uh, there are moments when we might say ooh you know and then other moments of oh yes right and that's what that's part of life uh you know uh, is uh, is indeed is indeed growth uh, and uh, and so uh, you know I think that these these kinds of values is what's gotten us all through it, and I say all gotten us all through it. I uh, you know one way or another, <laughs> uh, and it's very important. It's like 
you know, I'm, I'm sorry to use this as a, as, a, as a metaphor, but like running a long race, right? Run, run, running a marathon. Uh, you know, the goal is to get to the finish line. You know, the secret, here's a real secret to, to, to know. The, the, there's only one person on planet Earth that cares how fast you went, right? That's only yourself. No one cares, right? I have to tell myself that all the time, all right? <laughs> but it's getting there. And, uh, and you know, uh, I have seen with my own eyes really interesting stories along the way. Uh, in mile 25 of someone just, you know, uh, they go down. And then uh, amazingly, somebody stops, you know, and like drags them to the finish line. You, you know what I mean? The point is just getting there. And so that is a real victory uh uh you know uh for us all right okay but so what are the what are the uh, uh takeaways certainly in one way uh what this has been and, and my daughter i was in raleigh when everything really um shut down last march i was actually there and and so my daughter heather said i can still remember her we were in a car and she said to me you know it's kind of feels like and she said it then gosh uh, a reboot like, like, you know, when your computer's been working real hard, you know, and start, you know, and it's, and it slows down and you have to like turn it off maybe for a little bit or restart it, you know, to get it going again. Uh, that, uh, that th this has been, uh, and I think that really, uh, she, she said something really true that, that it's been like a reboot, right? Uh, for all of us, life is frenetic and crazy, uh, and uh, and we we sort of all of a sudden had to stop and do things differently, and and uh, and so hopefully we have uh, come to appreciate maybe our families are being home with with our families a little bit more, spending more time with the people that we're the closest to. Um, uh, more appreciating it, uh, you, you know, and maybe doing things a little differently. Maybe, uh, you know, appreciating relationships of all kinds and things that we may have taken for granted, we've learned to appreciate all the more or appreciate once again. Uh, also, you know, taking uh, the initiative in our spiritual lives, right? And that's something that we've all had to do. Uh, we've all had to, to uh, uh, recognize that my spiritual life does not hinge on, uh, on coming together for the service. Certainly it enhances it. <laughs> Needless to say, it enhances it. Uh, uh, however, uh, you know, the famous passage uh, in the book of Hebrews uh, about uh, don't forsake meeting together, I really just wish everybody would like read the whole verse. That would really be great. Okay. I, because I, you, you know, it's it, it just what's just before it, the verse itself and what's just after it really uh, is an eye opener because I've heard that phrase a lot this year. I, and, um, so uh, it begins in verse 23 of Hebrews 10. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. 
and let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but rather encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. In other words, remember, this may, be, this may come as a shock to us, but they did not have telephones, telegraphs, tele-anything. Uh, they uh, did not have a way of communicating with each other immediately unless they were face-to-face, -face, okay? And so what the passage is about is encouraging one another and stimulating each other to good, you know, to, to uh, good deeds and good works. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, and I think that we've learned that it takes personal initiative to do all that. It's not just, well, we'll put together a committee and then they'll do it, and then we can say we've all done it. Uh, but we've all had to do it. We've all had to look, take out the Beth Messiah directory and maybe call somebody and see how they're doing. Uh, you know, taking initiative. And in our, just in our walk with God, taking our initiative in, in reading the Bible, uh, in, uh, you know, uh, in um, uh, maybe take, you know, meeting with our families or with other people or whatever it may be. We've had to all take more initiative. That's a good thing. You know, and certainly didn't we do that? Like take Passover. Do you know God did not cancel Passover? Okay, nor did he cancel Shabbat, by the way. Okay, did not cancel Shabbat. Okay, uh, and he did not cancel Passover. Isn't it amazing that we could have Passover without being in a room with 250 people? You could do it. It's a good thing. You should do it now all the time. You should have a Seder in your house every year. That's how you do it. That's how, that's how you're supposed to do it. You know, uh, that's taking initiative. Nothing wrong. I mean, I'm going to look forward to uh, I can already taste it, okay, uh, being there uh, together with everybody, uh, you know, next year. Of course, of course, it's a highlight of the year. But it really is a special thing to figure out how to have a Seder. And as you probably learned, there's not one way to do it. Right, I uh, you know this past year didn't we uh, do Camp Yeladim in a kind of an interesting way, right? Drove to everybody's house, <laughs> that was great, you know. Uh, Hanukkah that was taking initiative. We asked eight different families. We got invited to eight different uh, homes, right? Uh, uh, each night of uh, Hanukkah. Uh, now, if we just had our Hanukkah party, you would not have done. We would not have had that experience, right? Uh, and uh, and Purim also. It just it took a lot of initiative to celebrate and to do it and to see it not as wow this is lousy and this stinks, but wow you know isn't it great we have an opportunity to do something and that is that's uh, you know I I think that at the end of the day. When we evaluate it, that's something we get out of it, you know, taking the initiative, sort of rebooting, starting over, figuring out what the important things are. And then finally, adapting to challenging circumstances. Wow. Adaptation. That is what, Claire, where's Claire? Claire, remember? Remember? That was like the, the word of the, of the year for us as we read through this book. Adapting, right? Adapting to changing circumstances. 
you want to know that's how do, how is it that the Jewish people could you know get through you know live in all these countries where uh, they eventually got kicked out of and this and that how do they adaptation that is a key uh, a, a real key adapting to challenging circumstances change is never easy even if it's temporary we're fortunate to have the technology and creativity to be able to go to plan B if plan A is not available. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just talked about the different uh, uh, things, some of the th different things we've uh, uh, done this year, right? Uh, you know, was it perfect? No. <laughs> what was it? Was it optimal? No. Uh, but uh, we adapted and we did it. We did the best we could do given the situation, uh, you know, and uh, I, and 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 I I want to say, and I really need to say this, and I'll be all done, and that is that, um, you know, in in our uh, leadership, we uh, four times a year we have a leadership meeting. Well, this year we had fourteen leadership meetings. <laughs> Uh, uh, we had one a month for 14 months. We met as a leadership and, and made excruciating uh, decisions uh, and, and choices. Uh, and uh, one of the things about our leadership is that people in our leadership have varieties of a personal opinions, right? Uh, but making decisions, uh, making congregational decisions is not about personal opinions. What do I think? Or what do I think about this? No, our mantra is what's best for Beth Messiah? What's best for everybody? Not what, what I think or what I want to do. Or what, no, what do we need to do? What do we need to do? Uh, and that, uh, you know, is not an easy thing. Not an easy thing. Was it perfect? No. But I will tell you that everybody in our leadership was not thinking about themselves, but thinking about others. Deference to others doing our best. And again, was it perfect? No. But, um, but here we are. And I see a room full of people. You know, we're still here. And we're still moving forward. God has not changed. The, you know, this is, as we like to say, a work born of God. And it remains so, and it will continue to remain so, a light to the Jewish community and, and everybody else here in Columbus. And so I think that uh, for all of us, uh, we should uh, really just be thankful that we got through it, thankful to the Lord, you know, and, uh, and it's good for all of us, me, me included, individually, you know, uh, to evaluate. And, and I, I believe that myself, and I think all of us, and certainly as a congregation, we're coming out of this, I think, stronger and more unified, because when you face adversity together, you become more unified, even if it's difficult. Even in difficult conversations, you know, even in difficult moments, I, th that builds us up together. I, and so, I, you know, that's really should be very encouraging to every single one of us. All right. Uh, and so just let me close here with, with uh, something from uh, the book of Philippians in chapter 3, beginning in verse 8. He says, what does Paul say? I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Messiah Yeshua, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish in order that I may gain Messiah, and may be found in him not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Messiah, 
the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on in order that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Messiah Yeshua. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. He says it twice. Okay? But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward for what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God and Messiah, uh, Yeshua. Let us therefore, as many as are perfect, have this attitude. And if anything in you is of a different attitude, God will reveal that to you. However, let us keep living by that same standard to which we have attained. Let's pray. Lord uh, God, thank you, God, that you have brought us through this wilderness. Uh, Lord, it has not been an easy go. Uh, but thank you, Lord, that uh, we are uh, a community. We were a community before. Uh, we were a community during and we're a community now. And uh, God, uh, we look forward to what lies ahead, no matter what it is, uh, Lord. And uh, God, we pray, uh, Lord, just that uh, you would bear fruit through us, Lord, for your kingdom uh, in, uh, in all of it. And God, we thank you. Uh, I thank you, Lord, for every, uh, every person, uh, Lord. And uh, uh, God, um, may you be glorified in all that we are, in all that we do. And uh, uh, God, uh, we thank you and we pray in the Son's name.